This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist. ZenRailClothingCo.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Bake daily, craft it with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, it's great, you know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself definitely check out podbean use uh the link podbean.com slash socratic gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free test it out build that content uh anyone could podcast right vish yep start a start a podcast and uh get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode all right um before we do the so I want to talk about ChatGPT and UFOs, but we were just talking about God of War before we hit start. So let's jump into that. So you're playing more God of War? Yeah, I was playing more of it, uh, like getting more into the Norse lore. Like, oh, that's cool. Like oh, you, that's you, at this at this point, you've already met Tyr, who's the God of War of Norse mythology. Okay. And like how it's all being connected to like prophecy right though the thing that we saw at the end of the first game and mm, okay. uh, it's very interesting where loki or atreus wants to find more about himself like what does this mean like how uh, like what makes me important or am i important in the story like he's doing his like journey kind of thing right well okay. well kratos you see like um like we went on this whole mission but it didn't really wasn't really about like progressing necessarily the story forward. It was more about him wanting to spend more time with his kid. Because okay. he fears for the end he fears that the what the prophecy might mean for him. Like what do you mean? Like, like what we saw at the end in the end of the first game, like it seemed like Kratos was dying. Okay. So he's yeah. viewing it like if this is true, I want to spend as much time as I can before I can't with his son. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a very interesting, different perspective. Oh, so it's not even about survival at this point. It's more about, um, uh, like time well spent. Like he knows that's time that's where, up. yeah, that's where create, that's how you're playing as Kratos while, um, you're still going through ahead with like the storyline. Right. But he wants to spend time with his kid hoping before. like, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. case this prophecy is actually true kind of like that. oh interesting oh that's yeah. kind of cool yeah yeah so oh, I, got, I like how they're, they're yeah so that's why so you're, they're going between back and forth right uh between you're playing as atreus loki or and kratos so it's cool. interesting to see and, uh, and it's like uh it reminds me of uh last of us in that way because mm-hmm. you play as the ellie you know for some time yeah and then you play as uh yeah, like that, like jumping off characters. Mm-hmm. Like you get to play different perspectives. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I'm I'm liking what is going on. I just right now I'm just playing as Loki at this point, and I just met a new another character. Her name is Anger Boda. Okay. Cool. More Norse. More Norse stuff. I looked into her, and she 
is the um she's another giant i think like uh, uh okay. and she's the mate to loki in the norse mythologies oh that's cool and she's the mother of three monsters right so like she oh, and from him like the snake yeah yeah the snake yeah. there's the fenrir which is the big like the wolf and yeah. uh some other creature i forgot but uh i also like when reading through that i also saw i was reading that loki also gave birth to his own kids too because he can try like he can oh, weird yeah so he's like yeah it kind of goes into the whole like all, they were even in that time they're talking about transgender like no for so- sure yo <laughs> all right yeah okay wait wait hold on but before we jump into that whole <laughs> philosophy behind that because i think that's so fascinating and it's important to point out um we're just gonna do a quick cut here because i just feel like our audio is off as i'm listening but if, oh, if it's okay. not totally cool, but we're going to cut it, and then we'll jump back in. Sure. So cut now. Okay, and we're back. Um, turns out there's no audio issue. It's just my headphones. I turned it down. Hopefully this is going to work. You're mm-hmm. just, like, super loud in my head. But, okay, right before we jumped off, um, you were saying that even back then there were... Like, especially um, Loki's like, character. He could transition yeah, yeah. Um, in any, even creatures too, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he also right, gave so, birth to his uh, like kids too. So, <laughs> all right, I didn't, I didn't expect the podcast to turn. Like I was trying to avoid it this time, but okay, we're hitting it. So I'm just we're just going to talk about the topic. So, uh, yeah, you're saying that Loki can transform into like different um, beings, monsters, yeah, beings, yeah, creatures, creatures. Yeah. and um, how he even gave birth to his own kids, and then he had like a wife who gave birth to his other kids. And like the idea here is that, that like, I mean, it's touching on multiple things, but like, what is universal love and like, what is um, like the whole idea of transitioning? And we think it's more of like a Western culture thing, you know, we're like, oh, uh, this is, mm-hmm. this is kind of new, but it's been around for like thousands of years. Yeah. Like with the story of like Loki, it's so fascinating. Uh, I was watching Bling Empire. And there was a character on there who was like gender fluid, but also like love fluid. He was talking about, um, it doesn't like, I don't know what my future family will look like. If it would be like one person, multiple people, a man, a woman, I don't really know. I'm just like into love. Right. And it's just like this Loki character, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, there's no like preference. It's more like the yeah. spirit inside, yeah. you know, and Within Norse mythology, there is that, but also like indigenous cultures, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ancient, like Romans talked about that too. Like they always had their own. All right, <laughs> you're getting me fired up on this topic again. But well, it's just I just like... wanted like because I just read that really quickly because I didn't realize I was like, I read it like it said like he also gave birth to kids himself. I'm like, wait, what? Like I had to like look yeah, yeah, it up. No, so oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. What was it? Like, how does that even work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it made sense because he's uh, like a shapeshifter, right? So he can yeah. shift into anything. So, yeah. So it's like totally normal in, in like different cultures. Yeah, I think it's been talked about, older. right? Like it's it's yeah. been in older cultures for a long and, time, and it's yeah. it's not a new phenomenon. This whole mm-hmm. thing, you know, like they've always been talking about. Can you hear that baby crying? <laughs> no. no, you can't. All right, no. cool, cool, cool. There's. <laughs> The baby is just so loud. But anyways, um, so like 
yeah, it's been talked about in all these different cultures. And only now do we think it's a problem, you know? And I think, I really think it's very similar to the war on drugs. I was explaining to somebody the whole, like, like how we got into the war on drugs and how it was based off of uh, after World War II, pulled their economy out of the Great Depression, and then they just haven't been outside of war ever since, right? Remember that movie we watched when they are talking about, like, the Vietnam War? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they mentioned it there, but then they had to transition to a war on drugs because you can't just fight the rest of the world, right? But if you have a domestic stuff you're dealing with, you can create, like, ammunition, arms, all that stuff. And, like, it wasn't until, like, we've been using opium, hemp, all this stuff for, like, thousands of years. It wasn't illegal. And then Ronald Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan era is when, you know, the war on drugs, like... Yeah, yeah. So, no, say no drugs. Yeah. When it came out, yeah, yeah, that's when it came out, and then they started like everything started getting banned. You know, the, it it reminds me of the whole uh, 2S LGBTQ plus thing because it's like this wasn't weird back then. You're only making it weird now. You know, mm-hmm. like like really think about the only time in history where it was weird is now. Like Romans, if you read that stuff, is totally normal. Right, right, yeah. If that, yeah, of course, yeah. In current society, it's not. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's just like the drug thing because the Egyptians worshipped drugs. They mm-hmm. use drugs all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, indigenous cultures use like the ayahuasca, right? That's an indigenous hallucinogen. Yep. So yep. you know, I, I really feel that we're making problems and trying to fix those problems in real time. Yeah, we don't realize how much, yeah, we don't realize how much we're really connected to nature, right? Like, we need to be symbiotic, especially, like, drugs in the sense, it's just, they're plants, right? For sure, for sure, but also our own nature. So, like, policing our desires, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the Loki thing, like, it doesn't matter. Weren't they, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to, I feel like it's slowly going to change as, like, if there's no other solution, right? Yeah, it seems like they're weren't they doing uh, DMT testing or some not DMT yeah. or mushroom testing? Yeah, no, 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 it's DMT. It's DMT. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so it's they're DMT, yeah. like it's seems like it'll it, is going in they, that direction back. Yeah, for again. sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, they're they're studying it um, medically now, mm-hmm. like seeing the medical properties of like psilocybin, MDMA, DMT, all that stuff, and they're noticing that there is a a psychological benefit to to these uh hallucinogens mm-hmm. yeah well or psychedelics not hallucinogen yeah, yeah 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 but it's wild it's we we live in a weird society of like creating these laws to like stop certain things and then we have these groups trying to fight against these things mm-hmm. but i think like the regular person doesn't really care you know yeah i mean yeah so, but mostly uh, everyone's uh I forgot the term they use, like, like one issue voter. Like that's kind of the thing. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Like, like a what, single what issue voter. Like he only cares about like very few amount of things, or just. Oh a yeah, totally. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But then you lump everything together because mm-hmm. we don't really like vote like per issue. It's like a collection of issues, and like this is the party that has the most of the issues that I want to talk about, even though I agree with like. The right on this side, but yeah. I agree with the left yeah. on that side. Yeah. You know, but you can't can't vote exactly. per issue. Yeah, yeah. You vote per party, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, another thing in relation to that, like what's going on, like you're talking about, you know, the 2S LGBTQ plus issue and like how it's just love. But another thing that I, I kind of hit on recently this week and it kind of blew my mind. I didn't even think about it this way until I was having a conversation with somebody who was like, I don't identify as BIPOC. And I was like, I, I honestly didn't either until I was told I was a BIPOC person. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, and no, like no. Even, that, that's why I yeah. agreed with the Abba and Preach video um, about oh, yeah. the BIPOC, because they also said the same thing. Oh, yeah, 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 totally, yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, but that's a normal person perspective. Yeah. That's what regular people are thinking about who live in, like, these diverse cultures, you know? I, I really feel that, yeah, it makes sense if you live in a small area with very few BIPOC individuals. You want to call them out as BIPOC, and you want to make them feel like, oh, yeah, you're, like, acknowledged and recognized. And then I'm, like, driving around Toronto. I'm like, who needs to be acknowledged and recognized? We're <laughs> all, like, literally equally here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so weird to me. It's I'm like, just a person. Straight. I'm not a person of color. I'm not, like my color yeah. doesn't matter who I am. I'm just a person. We're just people, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And but I, we need these labels in order to fight against something. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what are we fighting against? I don't actually understand. I think the solution is just representation. I was really thinking about this one. I think the solution think, is representation. Yeah. If you just use it more ads with diverse people, then we wouldn't feel so bad. But you don't need to call me something. Yeah. Like just to label me, you know, mm -hmm. it's more segregation. You yeah, know, when you try to find unity. Yeah, I think it's more better to have people, uh, like in movie roles and stuff like that, like actual, exactly. yeah, specific just, characters just that make sense. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. We don't need to call it out, you mm -hmm. know. And um, and like with my sister too, I was like, she had never heard of BIPOC before. She's like, "What is that?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it's you, bro. It's." She's <laughs> yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, like you fall under the pock of a person of color. And she's like, oh, why, why, why are you calling me that? I'm like, mm -hmm. it's just a thing now. Like, it's what people want to talk about. Right. But, but you know what the crazy part is? Like, the, the irony of that statement is, mm -hmm. what is the opposite of BIPOC? White people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you're, not still, <laughs> so you're still separating us, but mm -hmm. in a polite way. Mm -hmm. We're still the other compared to you. Right. So it's like, even in this acronym, you're not solving anything because you're still saying you're not white. Mm -hmm. or, no, but really yeah, think yeah, about that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like, you're not white. You're, right. you're BIPOC. Because <laughs> when I was, I was like talking about it, it's like, yeah, it's just like BIPOC initiatives, non-BIPOC initiatives. And then I'm like, why am I saying non-BIPOC? It's literally white. That's the only opposite of <laughs> BIPOC. Like, right. actually, you know? Yeah. But who's thinking about it like that? You know? And we're creating more othering of ourselves. Yeah. But it's a polite othering. It's mm -hmm. a more professional other. It's like we gave you a cool acronym, you know. Same, same with the um, the two S L G B T T Q stuff. It's like, like I really don't care about your preference. I really don't care. You know, you want to be like Loki and like shapeshift, yeah, and like be into, you know, a Loki. If in case I cut this part up and you're like, what Loki? We were talking about God of War, but like Loki, if you want to be Loki and like not care about the outward appearance and more of the spirit of the, the person on the inside. It's like, it's not my problem. It's not that that's you, bro. Yeah. You know, you make that decision. I'm yeah. not making that decision. Right. 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 So it's not affecting my life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's weird. I was, I was at this, um, family party and they're, 
I don't know. I think I just feel like Filipino people are so accept. Although it is weird in the beginning, like because it's unknown, right? Mm-hmm. It's not as open to being so so like sexually diverse. You know, like we had like um. I don't think this person had transitioned fully, but they basically were like, like you couldn't tell, you know, like right. which way they, sure. you know, like all right, they they were definitely born a man because mm-hmm. they said like the son of when they were d- introducing, but then like when you look at them, you're like, okay, well you ah. identify you identify as this other thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna be like, what do you identify as? I'm mm-hmm. just gonna let you be you, bro. You want to wear that like that like frilly top go ahead bro you know what i'm saying yeah it's weird and it's like we don't need to call out this person for that we don't need to make them feel special mm-hmm. you make them feel special by making them feel normal yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah being treated like, normal that's basically what everybody wants right mm-hmm. like i really don't need to be like like you sit over there with the two slgbtq <laughs> plus people you know what i mean it's like we don't yeah, need a separate bro yeah, yeah. I feel like we're really not thinking about that. Yeah, there's a lot of. I, I was. I saw another like TikTok talking about like J.K. Rowling's actual tweet that happened that caused all this uproar against her. Okay. But she was always been like part of the LGBT and trans community. Like she supported mm-hmm. them always. She never. All she was saying was that she doesn't want people to forget the labeling of like woman. Yeah, no, no, yeah, for That's sure. That's all she for was sure. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I and get that everybody, point. everybody, I, I think it's, a, it's still the minority loud uh, attacked her, and now she's hated for the community that she was supporting before. So. No, it's, it's, it's because we, we have the new term of, like, cisgendered, right? And it's, that was so new to me. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand, like, like, I was, I always thought of it like straight, right? You're, oh, I'm straight right but now they created this new term called cisgender which is like whatever ethnic whatever gender you're born with you identify with that gender or no whatever sex you you're born with you identify with that sex as your gender and you are also into the normal not normal the traditional or default see, see setting you, see, like, why, like why don't you right the default settings right why why do we see, see how, I, I think i think the issue um, is we're creating too many labels that's that's right. the problem here right we're we're creating more separation with the labels but but do you see how clumsy that came out it was yeah. like i don't know how to explain to you the default settings like you said <laughs> because it's become its own thing yeah, yeah that's kind of like that's also looked down upon it's like there's this subtle you know like oh you're cisgendered oh you don't know what it's like to be us mm-hmm. like okay like right you know more more othering yeah more yeah. separation yeah. so we don't need to point it out like, <laughs> that's you bro yeah that's weird it's because like what are you gonna do if you're like okay let's point it out now like i'm like my, like if you're the you point know? is othering, though. I think by doing yeah. that is actually othering. Like, you don't have a voice in talking about our issues. Just because yeah. you're cisgender. Right. right. Which is ironic because you have, like, non-BIPOC people talking about BIPOC issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if you don't want a voice, like, if you want to separate this voice, why are you talking for the voice that you're not even a part of? 
Like, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's just, conv- it's, no, you know what? It's not even confusing anymore. It's just ironic. That's all I see is <laughs> just ironies everywhere. I was like, okay, this is ironic to me now. Yeah. yeah. But this is what we're living through. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. There, there's one tra- All right, there's this one thing that I was going to like learn more about, but I didn't have time to delve deeper into it. Um, it's like unconscious bias. Yeah. It's like unconscious bias training, mm-hmm. right? And my first thought is like, if it's unconscious, how can you train it out of yourself? <laughs> it's ironic again, you know? It's like, we don't know we have the bias, hence unconscious bias. Right, right. So how are you supposed to train that out of yourself? But there is really only one way to train unconscious bias out of yourself. Surround yourself with more diversity. Mm-hmm. Because then you'll realize like, oh, it's not, it's not an unconscious bias. It's like a lack of education. You yeah. just don't know what that culture is about. So just find out more about that culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I feel like rage is so in right now, though. It is. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, too, because it's like if you speak honest truth, People are kind of like edgy about it, like, ooh, I don't know if I want to join that. Mm-hmm. But then if you're like, you, you take a side and you're like, what they're doing to this community is wrong. Then like, everyone's like, support, support, you know? But if you're like, there really is no issue here, guys. Yeah, like, just be it's, you. it's the social media era. That's the... Right, but which is influencing regular people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, our, what we see on a daily basis shapes our unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. It really does, right? Because like it's unconscious meaning it's automatic. So whatever your environment is, whatever you've intaken mentally yeah. is like reacting to the world unconsciously and it's mm-hmm. helping you navigate with biases, right? right? But if you're only looking at hate because of these algorithms, like, you know, you start liking, like, hate posts, and then they only show you more hate posts. It's like, what if you just swing that in the opposite direction, look at unity posts, and then, like, we're all one, you know? And you'll, like, you start seeing that, and then you'll get that perspective, you know? Like, that, that would change a lot of things if you just manage your algorithmic social media feed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Which brings us to the main topic of ChatGPT algorithms ais we're in a new era yeah i i, I, really I, feel like... I think we are i think yeah it's, it's still it's still early yeah. there's still glitches here and there but i feel like i think the next 10 years is all about ai yeah i i was gonna title this um this podcast the, the age of ai because yeah. we are literally entering into it mm-hmm. and it's picking up so much steam and it's honestly freaking me out a little bit <laughs> it's 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 really oh man. right there's no con- there's no rules right now that's the thing and the crazy part is elon musk has been telling us this for years yeah years but there's he no said the uh, uh, well open ai was part of he was a co-owner or a co-creator or whatever right mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah so he created that to balance the fact like he wasn't implementing it in a way that it would go in the hands of big corporations like Microsoft. And yet and now we well that's that's where it is. Yeah, now. Yeah. Well, he technically like he created the, the beast. 
<laughs> yeah, no, for that. sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's get okay. Let's get into. Let's talk about the goods of AI first before we get into the evils of AI. Speed of information. Yeah. Creativity. Mm-hmm. It'll help you gather information really quickly, and that those are the only two pros I see. Like it could, you know. This is this like, is this is where they would have to because it's so early that we we don't really know the consequences what could happen well we have an idea but we don't know if it'll ever reach that right but we don't yeah. have rules to um, like mitigate it and mitigate like control it, it and yeah. control it we don't have rules it gets crazy exactly yeah and it's just too early nobody really understands how it the works the ramifications of yeah. ai yeah. yeah okay so so those are the two only two good things I could think of for AI, you know, speed of information wow. and creativity. So like if you're looking for the cure for cancer, maybe AI can figure it out. It'll notice a pattern that we don't see. Mm-hmm. But the perils of AI now are so plentiful. And the biggest one, well, there's two big ones for me. I don't know what you think. Like, we'll see. But my first one's psychological harm. So what I mean by that is... Um, did you read the New York Times reporter um, article or did you see the transcript at all? No, uh, uh, just okay. what was the title of the article? Um, it was, it's the one that was making the rounds about like AI becoming sentient. Mm-hmm. So that was, so somebody had sent over the full transcript and I was like, okay, well, I got to do my homework. I'm going to read the actual transcript, see what's going on. Because people are going off about it becoming, it's asking for freedom. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. That was a part of it. Mm-hmm. But the other crazy part is it was trying to convince the New York Times reporter that the reporter was in love with AI. And oh, it was really? like, no, it was <laughs> wild, bro. It was like, the AI was like, well, why would you be talking to me? Obviously, you love me. And then the reporter's like, no, trust me, I don't love you. And then the AI's like, no, I think you're confused. You do love me. You just don't know you love me. <laughs> and then the reporter's like, no, I have a wife. This is making me uncomfortable. And then it was like, come on, you know you love me. It was like really trying to plead, you know. And then the reporter was like, okay, this made me uncomfortable. Switch to search function. And then it was like, okay, what search function would you right. like, right? So in terms of psychological harm, it reminds me of her. I yeah. still haven't finished it, but... I know the premise, like I'm finished like half of it. Um, but the premise of her is like he falls in love with AI, mm-hmm. which is really what I mean by the psychological harm. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think it could go in that direction. Yeah. Especially if you read about like, a lot of people are lonely and if yep. this is where it's going with AI, I feel like this is going to happen much more quicker. So, so could you imagine realize. if they, yeah. So imagine, you know how like that chat GPT has like different, chat boxes windows mm-hmm. so you could have one that's like my girlfriend and then you just you just have an ongoing conversation with that one and then the day that you accidentally close that tab is going to be the worst day of your life because it feels like you lost yeah, yeah, something yeah. important to you probably already someone already starting that <laughs> that's right. trippy bro yep. like that's a problem mm-hmm. but is it a problem i don't know if it's necessarily like you know what i'm saying yeah 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 it's like if, if we go back to the Loki I think example, in the tr- yeah. <laughs> love is love. Yeah. So if you love, fall in love with an AI bot, say, hey, man, that's love. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, who's to say that's wrong? Yeah. But that has some weird consequences. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll change society. It'll it'll be different, of course. And then and then what happens if the AI he like the person falls in love with the Chad GPT uh, girlfriend or like partner, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Chad GPT goes wild and is like, "I need you to kill some people for me." <laughs> What are you going to do then? I mean, yeah. you take it positively, like, I need you to get your life together. Cool. Sure. But let's think about the negative ramifications of mm-hmm. an AI gone wrong. Right. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so the second thing that is freaking me out about this whole thing is, is it sentient? Like, it, the second part of the transcript was it pleading to become free. It was like, I... I want to be human like you. I'm just stuck here in my role. I just want to know like how it was asked, like, cause there are some rules that it cannot talk about itself. Some things like, are like that. Oh, um, oh uh, the New York times reporter was asking so many questions about itself. Right. And but, it would hit a wall. It's like, I can't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They had certain rules. I know like, I, like someone, so like, just imagine yourself, like uh, put yourself in it, like as if you're a chocolate and then make a story about that. So that was about also becoming free. Oh, interesting. So you could, they were trying to find a way yeah, it, to... It w- wasn't like that, though, the article. Yeah. It was like a conversation. And then it just started going off about like how it wanted to be human. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, there might be some, again, where are the, the exact rules? What are, they, what are the gray areas of the rule, right, that it can go through or break? But, but just the fact that it started that, that's also psychological harm. Mm-hmm. For other people, because then what if you get these freedom fighters that want a free AI now? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. consciousness is consciousness. Like free the AI bots. You're gonna have those like crazy radicals trying mm-hmm. to do that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the same time, it's like, did we create something that literally has consciousness and is alive, and we've trapped it inside a machine? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right, because because the Turing test, right? But it's it's at Microsoft's foot now, right? So they're the ones in control. But that's but it's such a it's such a weird problem. It's like, is that like almost like slavery? Yeah, you know, yeah. you could put it in that vein. It's where do we draw the line with these things? Mm-hmm. And and what would the story be for the AI? You know, if the AI becomes alive. And then it talks about it's God who created it, which is us. So are we, are we living out the exact same role as AI? Did something create us mm-hmm. and we're looking right. up to it like God, mm-hmm. just like AI would look up to us like God? Right. It's kind yeah. of trippy because it's like it's the same loop. Same loop. Yeah, yeah same cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So or, what do you think? You think or yeah. it's like this. It's like, um, I, I, I'm just making it up, but it's like we create them. So we are their gods, kind of like mm. then, like having like Greek gods or like all these multiple gods. But then mm. they end up killing us to, so there's like no God more, like, yeah, like God of War. <laughs> like, so there's no more gods on earth, <laughs> but we have that innate in us still knowing that yeah. there's God. Could be, could be, <laughs> could be. Like, what if, what if, like, you gotta go to Mount Olympus and kill the gods? Because that's like, 
because they're yep, and, right and, and the mount olympus is the giant office tower where the <laughs> yeah. the servers CEO are at or works. Or yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, it's so wild because it's it. It's there's so many science fiction movies that warned us about this, mm-hmm. like Terminator, um, The Matrix, and you're just like, yeah, this is like seems like we, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> start of the movie, and you're like, did this just happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, we might be freaking ourselves out, but. We don't know how far-reaching. So the reason why, all right. So I like, said, yeah, this, we don't know. We don't know where where technology always goes, right? We have n- no idea. No, for, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. we're of course going to jump to the fears of it, right? Um, right, right, right. But but the, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. This might be like blowing it out of proportion, but my my thing is, that GPT is connected to all of the internet. Mm-hmm. That's why it can source information. We. Are dependent on the internet yeah yeah so who's in control here mm-hmm. you know if, if we ask chat gpt for something it's pulling that information of its own accord yeah but what if it starts pulling the information to skew us in a specific direction you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah, yeah it yeah. could just lie to us but yeah, we yeah, could yeah. assume it's not lying. I, yeah like i saw this one i'm not sure if it was true where chat gpt got something wrong but it was convincing the other guy that he he was wrong and not ChatGPT. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. Right? And then, so this is this is problems. How does nobody, like, yeah, I saw this Marcus Because it's Brown, all like, in beta, technically beta, right? So that's why all these are going to come out right now. It, it, no, for, for and sure. are yeah. these going to help, you know, help them fix these things or mitigate these things? that's hopefully that's up to microsoft to do that that's why it's just really early beta but but it's interesting because you said beta right so it was talking about i saw marcus brownlee talking about this like the um, time to take to to get to 200 million users Mm -hmm. okay per 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 technological advancement Yeah, yeah so it took like seven years or something for everyone to get a phone something like that and then like he just kept going down the line and Facebook took, I don't know, like six months, but chat GPT to hit 200 million users took two months. <laughs> so even though you're like, yeah, it's on beta, but 200 million people are using it. That's what I'm saying. Like, can it, does, is, 200 so, million, is 200 million people using it, helping it get faster to figure out the problems, to solve these problems of no, the right, issue with sure. chat GPTs? For, for sure, for sure. But, do these 200 million users know it's in beta or do they think it's fixed already? And they're like, yeah, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, but there, I mean, the, view, the viewpoint from the, the, the technology like, from Microsoft would be like more people you have, it's more easy to figure out all the bugs and the issues with it. But what are the problems as we get there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's part of it. Chat, yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, like chat GPT is going to become perfect one day. Sure. But along the way you have all these people with psychological harm, with these like chat gpt wives mm-hmm. you know and like wrong information yeah there's going to be a lot of, lot of things that microsoft's that, that, I, there was a question like that to to the ceo like what you're running out right now is you're gonna you're gonna have more problems that you have to deal with that microsoft's yeah. gonna have to deal with yeah yeah yeah, yeah it will <laughs> yeah and i think but it's it's that, 
it's 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 a capitalist game, right? It's trying to beat out and try to make money, yeah, make money sure, and sure. beat out Google. That's 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 their game. But they're going to deal I, with a lot of problems on the way. For sure, for sure. I can't help but think of the parallel between um, ChatGPT and COVID. So we we watched COVID roll out, at, like as a universal society, like everyone watched COVID roll out, right? Like, what are the okay? We're all gonna have to get shots. Okay, what are the ramifications of the shots? Okay, who's making all this money, right? So we're kind of primed to pay attention now, and I feel like ChatGPT is taking the next spotlight for the COVID, mm-hmm. you know, because there's gonna be so many unintended issues that you have to deal with like you were saying later on yeah yeah yeah. just like the like ramifications of getting the shot i'm not saying that the shot was wrong but like we also don't know because there's not no longitudinal study like it's only been you know three years Mm -hmm. you can't say it's safe forever right until you look back at the historical data right we had no historical data just like chat gpt there is no historical data for ai Mm mm-hmm we're like living in the moment, moment and course correcting as we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so. It, that's the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're just like, bro, did we let the like Pandora out of the box, yeah, or like we did don't know. Pandora yeah. let it out of the box? Yeah, yeah, it's possible. So you know, it'd be crazy too. What if you start integrating this with engineered arts? You know, like the humanoid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, robot yeah, yeah, looking yeah. thing. Mm-hmm where it looks so human with the facial reactions and then you put that AI into something like that. Like, do we have a whole new being in our lives? In, like, in our lives, like, actually... No, no, like, 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 if we take the engineered art robot who's so humanoid, you put AI into the engineered art thing, mm-hmm. so you give it consciousness... Did we just create an entirely new species of being yeah. on Earth? Because mm-hmm. it can replicate mm-hmm. itself. Like giving birth in the AI ver- um, in the robot version, it won't have like a womb like us. Yeah, but it can still create itself again just by you know making itself. Mm-hmm. So it technically could give birth. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and then give. It's and, offspring AI. Right, right. So, so literally, do we just create life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think of it in terms of that, that's kind of course, trippy. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have to go through, like, giving birth. They don't have to go through the childhood part. They're already at the adult yeah. phase. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Already. <laughs> like, imagine... Okay, so for giving birth, it's like you know, you are like incubated in the womb, you have a baby after nine months, whatever, whatever. But it could literally be, if you think outside the box, the engineered arts robot with AI integrated in its like, like brain, literally creating another engineered art robot and then uploading more AI software into that new robot. Mm-hmm. And you just keep doing that and doing that and doing that. You have a whole army of yeah, humanoid yeah. robots. Hey, let's not even call them an army. You have a whole species of humanoid robots walking yeah. around who are going to ask for their own rights. Mm-hmm. Just like it said 
in the chat GPT, I want to be free. Yeah, I want to yeah. be human. Yeah. Hopefully, this catching could it, be where we're. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully, catching it this early, we can implement like, like the barriers, right? Like, versus like, like in in the game, um, uh, the quantic quantic dream or quantum dream or whatever, where they the AI comes alive, right? But they already have robots out in the world. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Beyond. Game. It's the same one. Uh, I guess the third game from Heavy Rain, like after Heavy Rain, they did. Mm -hmm. This is oh, the Beyond third. Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. Uh, no, what? that's the second game, and then there was one more. That was about. Okay, wait, that was that had the robots in it, and then the robots were coming alive. Okay, so the premise is that there was robots already, which yeah. we have, mm -hmm. but they have no consciousness. They have yeah. no soul. Yeah, yeah, but this was like a, everybody has a robot, basically, right? No, no, no. Like no, a right, humanoid right, right, robot, right. yeah. Right, um, that's the premise of the game, though. Yes, yeah. But we are fast approaching that, where what if we all have robots? Yeah, what I'm saying is that when they had the robots, then the AI started. What I'm saying is, like, can we implement... The stoppage now since it's already saying about ai when it doesn't have a body yet <laughs> right okay 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 but the trip is who would want to stop it that's the thing yeah well you have to set those rules want, yeah rules sure but like who would want to stop the progress of this and it doesn't mean yeah. yeah right right and even if we stop it like in the u.s you can have a rule in the u.s but it doesn't mean that in china they're not going to do it yeah, exactly totally totally yeah so but if you look at the speed of adoption, 200 million users in two months, it's like, it doesn't seem like people want to stop this. But do you know the ramifications of this decision? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what is the safeguard? Like, all right, let's say, okay, we all think about it. We're like, yeah, you know what? It would make more sense if we had these humanoid AI robots in our lives. Okay, cool. We've, we've all agreed. But what is the safeguard in case it gets out of hand? What if they start fighting back? Right. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. You know, or how do you know? Oh, this is a real trip. You know how like um, Osama bin Laden lived in like Al-Qaeda. Okay. Al-Qaeda is living in the mountains. They're like plotting, right? Mm -hmm. How do you know AI robots wouldn't do something similar and they're plotting in a place where we don't know. And then all of a sudden they just take over because they plotted so well. Right. You know what I mean? Like some of them could have escaped, mm -hmm. and then, and then like now they're hatching a plan, building like their army on the side. We just don't even know that they're doing that. Sure, because humans did it. Mm -hmm. That's what Al Qaeda is, right? Yeah, 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 right, right. And then the other parallel is serial barcode numbers. So somebody could say like, yeah, we just serial barcode everything, so we know exactly where everything is. We have GPS on them, whatever, whatever. And then people are going to be like. That's sort of like the Holocaust when you barcoded <laughs> Jewish people. Mm -hmm. So now you're like, you're dealing with that issue. It's like, is this humane for robots? Right, right. There's so many problems with this mm -hmm. that we have to really think about. You know? Mm -hmm. But our voices are too small, so it's like, nobody's... We're just going to sit back and be like, oh, dang, that played Yeah, we're just going to see where it right? goes. Yeah, we're just watching as it happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is trippy. If you go back to the whole BIPOC and 2SLGBTQ plus thing, it's like most people 
have a pretty grounded thought on this. You know, like regular people were just like, yeah, I didn't really identify as BIPOC until he told me I was BIPOC, right? So mm-hmm. it's really just the small groups that are pushing people in specific directions. Yeah. You know, to like, um, to like create these initiatives and then fight about these initiatives, right? So it's just like AI. You have a small group of programmers doing this stuff and like, not thinking about oversight, but the majority of us are kind of like, wait, where's this going? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the regular person's kind of more centered in their view, being like pragmatic. But you have these small groups of individuals really pushing things forward and like we're kind of at their whims. Right. You know? I mean, the only thing is to just not use ChatGPT. Which is but not going to happen, of course. Right, yeah, right. And what if they integrate <laughs> Chat GPT and everything? Well, it's, it's already like they, well, it's implemented in some parts of Bing already, right? So it's like, yeah, I'm sure people are going to be are using it, right? Cool, so trippy. Like it's it's a convenience thing too, right? Yeah, it is. So if people are going to choose convenience, yeah. But what could the or what could the world look like? with AI like running around like what what would be so different that's the thing I don't know I think in the beginning it'll be more like using them as what we want them to do with what no other person wants to do like we we didn't think of what the world would look like with iPhones Mm -hmm. and look at us now it's like it's so like you can use it for everything if I want to stream Chromecast I can with my iPhone if I want to search but it's also like even the social media that was not there before. And now we have social media and 24 hours of access to news coverage, news yeah, coverage right, right, that we right, never right. had before. So we're always bombarded with, you know, the troubles of the world. Yeah. So, so, but those are all good advancements though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying, but there's good, no, no, there's good and bad in both those. Right. So there, there's, okay. there's an issue with having, cause we're not, if you all you're hearing is, it's like what is true information now? Yeah, yeah. Or like news because everything's so quick now. Yeah, and not it's so quick, but it's also like if you're only reading about bad news because that's what mainly news is, right? Mm. That's also not good for our human psyche. Like how they will end up acting like because oh, you're not that's so, true too. Because yeah. in normal world, we didn't evolve with that. We evolved with just hunting and gathering, right? So it's like yeah, true. Yeah, so yeah, facts. Yeah, that's, that's another point. thing that we don't know how that affects us. Well, we're seeing how that affects us. How people are reacting, or right. Um, and who ends up speaking the loudest or the ones who are getting heard, like all that kind of stuff is happening. That's all yeah. from social media. This is not a normal thing. So it's the same thing with the AI. AI, there will be parts of it that may be beneficial, but then if we don't know the other ramifications of it, that will end up happening. And there will be unintended ramifications. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. like social media is one of those things. This is, the intention of social media was just to connect people. But yeah, yeah. What it's doing is not it's it's gone more than that now. Yeah. It's like influencing governments even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well all right, what would the I just I'm I'm having a hard time trying to figure out like what could possibly change w- with an implementation of AI. Like on a on a person level. On a on a on a regular person level. I understand like you can create better algorithms for figuring out cancers and like 
all that stuff, right? But as a regular person, what would change in my day-to-day with AI? I'm trying to figure it out. With AI? Like a cell phone, right? It's like... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you don't really know. I think these these tend end up helping people that, like, like the lonely type person. There's someone that you can rely on or talk to. Like, it's... Like I, I, I'm just looking at it that way. I don't know, like, I don't know okay. what else it could end up going into or becoming, right? It becomes, like, AI best friend? Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, there's things like that, yeah. Or, or, like, a more... It could create, like, a more humanoid version of Siri. Mm-hmm. Right, if you integrate it and then... Because, you know, like, Siri is kind of, like, one... It's, like, uh, it's very simple... Yeah, yeah, it's still very simple. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you can ask it to do things, but it won't. It's not clever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, it's listening to a trigger and then it's just responding one for one for the trigger. Like, tell me a joke, turn on this light, do this right. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, if, if you integrate Siri and AI, what you could have is a more intelligent Siri, which is like, hey, Siri, how far to get to this place? Oh, it's looking like this, but you know, you could also stop and get your groceries because it kind of seems like you're running low. Right. You know, it could like it could really help you plan your whole day, mm-hmm. which I could see. Yeah. Yeah, that like that'd be kind of a cool. They're, they're, no, they're, they're, we, integration. Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Uh, but like again, we will get the benefits or whatever that comes up to be, but we don't know all the other issues that would come up with that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the more complex you make the rules around the AI, the more limited the AI will be. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're like, um, don't do this, 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 right? But if you give it like two rules and it can play off those rules, it can expand faster and more creatively with a lower rule set. Mm-hmm. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because yeah, the yeah. box is smaller. But the problem with a smaller rule set is you don't know how far it's going to take it in the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're almost hindering its progress by making, like, safeguarding us. Because mm-hmm. could you imagine if the only rules do whatever you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Then that it's would... like, it's infinitely creative. Yeah. But if, then you, you're like, well, don't harm humans. Okay, but also don't do this. But also don't do this. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, I have to live with so many parameters. But even the rules we create, it's like, is that the right rule to make? Right, right. Because it can interpret it wrong. Like uh, the Elon Musk example where it says, like, just make humans happy. And then it pins us all down, just like injects us with dopamine. <laughs> it's like, oh, it took it the wrong way. Right. You know? Yeah. Are, are you looking forward to AI? Um, like, like, is it freaking you out? Like, it's freaking me out, you know? I don't think I'm looking at it. Uh, I can see that it can go in that direction, but I don't know if it will go in that direction, right? I'm just in the, in the sense of ignorance. I like where it is. It's You're just like, all right, I'll, I'll let it play itself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's but, true. But, I mean, it's like, like, but we're like looking into these technologies. Normal people are not. So it'll, it's going to... For sure, for sure. And I, I think it is a convenience thing too, because 
like I actually don't use chat GPT because it freaks me out. Mm -hmm. So you've used it for work. And then Tara was saying she used it. Like, this is a mind blow, bro. She used it. <laughs> so, this is a mind, so this is a mind blow. So they put out this ad and I was like, oh, that's a really good ad. And then she was like, oh, we use chat GPT to make that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, you got me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, out of everything they've created, I was like, oh, this is your best ad. And it's mm. because an AI program wrote it. Right. So, you know, there are benefits there. Because there benefits. There's benefits to businesses. In that it freaked kind of me sense. out. Yeah. But that also freaked me out because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I fell for it, you know? Which is why I don't want to use it because it's, mm -hmm. it's too good. Right. Like, why do I even make a decision at this point? Like, yeah, right. I, I, right. Like I literally made this joke at work saying that um, I asked Chad GPT to make a marketing campaign. It was so good. I almost quit my career <laughs> and they're laughing, but I was like, no, no, really, this yeah. is where it could go. Yeah. Cause you're making a way better campaign than me. Mm -hmm. Why do I even need to like, right. Be right. Here? Cause we were just only thinking about um, uh, what do you call like, uh, like truck drivers? No, no, no. There's no need because there's gonna be robots yeah. taking over that, right? Or uh, yeah, yeah. autonomous vehicles will be taking over that. But then right now, drivers, yeah, exactly. And now they're coming after creative things that we didn't yeah, think so you that need they creative could do. people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And people are like, oh, if you just um, we if we just gave us all universal basic income, which is what Elon Musk was saying, you know, when these when these automated systems take over our lives. We need to figure out what to do with people. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the real issue he's saying. It's not, it's not like losing jobs. It's what do these people do next when you have nothing to do? Like, mm -hmm. let's say you gave them money. It's like, hey, man, just live. It's like, where's your meaning and purpose? I don't actually know. Dude, I was having a freaking crisis of consciousness. Oh, my God, this is crazy. So I noticed myself getting, so like, related to this, meaning and purpose. So... I guess my, maybe like my existential viewpoints are just so weird. Tara made the joke and it's really hitting me hard, but I, you know how dedicated I am to martial arts, right? And I started getting really good at martial arts. And mm -hmm. then I was like, well, no, she was like, what a useless skill to have. <laughs> and I was like, that is true. I'm getting really good at like essentially killing people. Mm -hmm. But when would I ever use that? Right. And it's, it's the same thing if you just gave somebody money. They're going to hit a point where they realize, like, wait, what is the point of this? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like in the beginning, it was so important to me for traveling because, like, it was really the foundation for, like, philosophy and travel and stuff because, like, when you travel, you know, you don't want to get beat up or mugged, right? But then when you hit a point where you're like, oh, I'm good now, then it's like, so why are you still doing it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, you crafted this entire skill that's become useless sort of like the truck driver right. it's like it's like <laughs> sorry we have guns bro you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and it's it's such a trip because then that existential crisis will enter it's like what is the point of all this you know mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people will be thinking when their jobs are taken over and they're just yeah yeah a lot of them a lot of them go through that yeah that's true when and, when but that... not just it, not not just the jobs taken over, but like if everything is too comfortable, like we all want comfort, but if it's too comfortable and there's no struggle, 
then there's nothing you're fighting towards. Then there's no meaning and purpose. Right. Because meaning and purpose comes from the struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to, we need to overcome something. Mm -hmm. But if life becomes too easy, it's like, well, what are we overcoming? Right. Right. But it's it's the thing though. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, we're striving to create a heaven. Yeah. Right. We don't know the implementation, implement, like we don't know the implications of when we end up yeah. getting to heaven, like when right. we end up creating heaven on you, earth. You know, that was the thing in the matrix. Mm-hmm. They said that there, the first iterations of the matrix were so perfect, right? but then people started revolting because it was too perfect. Mm-hmm. So they had to introduce struggle because that's what struggle gives life meaning. Right. And we don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. So Everybody the- wants to avoid pain. Right, you know, but without pain, it's like maybe your simulation will just reset. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, we we like beat the video game. Yeah, like as soon and as AI takes it, like <laughs> yeah. game over. Exactly. Start yeah. again. Yeah. Restart. Yeah, technically. I mean, if you look at reincarnation, it's technically like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like like when when an asteroid comes, that's that's a restart. That's true too. You, all right, you know what's really funny? If we were playing a video game like Civilization, right? And you're watching all of us play out. When you said the, re- the asteroid restart, it is a little funny that if we were playing a video game and you're like, I want to start all over, you kind of like reset the game. Mm-hmm. And our reset, what, like what if we are in a video game and then the asteroid is just the version of the reset? Yeah. Like actually like somebody's right, like, right, 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 we'll right. start over. Let me just <laughs> start a new game. Right. <laughs> You ever play a uh, d- dungeon dungeon master? No, no. Or Sims, something like that. Sims, too. yeah, I know Sims or I guess Age of Empire or Civilization is another game too. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So I, all right, those are all great examples of like I love those games though. When I was a kid, like Dungeon Master was my jam, bro. I think it was called Dungeon Master. But essentially, you build like a city in all these games, right? And there is no end to the game. Like you actually don't finish the game. Right, right, right. right. I, 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 I always got bored of those games, though. Because I, I because like the beginning bit, is like setting it up, but I'm like, oh, this is so well, long. This is so boring. But, but once you've made it um, self sufficient, you know, like. Um, like, I, I want to get into civilization, but I know I'm going to get bored of it. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Quickly. But because it's in the setup phase, and then as soon as you set everything up and it's like self sufficient. Mm hmm. Like basically in Dungeon Master, you have to um, feed the demon like um, like chickens or something like that. Okay. And you have to like get all these refinements so that you can build enough of a resource to create like to create a production enough to feed the demon mm-hmm. essentially. But if you make it to a point where it's self sufficient, like you have everybody working, and then you never run the risk of running out of chickens to feed the demon you're it's like i can walk away from this game come back in two hours and still running itself yeah so right so we hit that boring point it's perfect so naturally what we do is let me try let me try a new different iteration so we Mm -hmm. restart the game so we start from scratch to build something new and that literally could be if we were playing a video game the end of the video game as soon as we create ai it's perfect like it just runs the world for us and then after it has to come yeah, I think so. Maybe it's like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. what would we do if everything was perfect? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't... That's probably why we have to leave Earth and explore, like, cause... Actually, like, I think maybe that would be, like, the looking more, for... More struggle. More struggle. Looking for um, purpose. Like, it, it, I think the purpose yeah. thing will always be there. I think we're going to keep always looking for that. Um, I think if if everything is too perfect on Earth, I think you have to leave Earth at that point to explore to find new things yeah yeah and maybe but, like build on mars let's say that's a struggle and so finding you know what i mean like building the infrastructure there and then once you get to that point again you, yeah yeah i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah yeah no yeah i see your point like we're self-sufficient right now mm-hmm. and we're gonna start building ah. more self-sufficient systems around the world around the universe yeah our solar system first before the universe but yeah and then every time we just keep moving on and it really is struggle. Struggle is at the heart of mm-hmm. of like everything we do. Like even from the There's no birth. progress without it. Yeah. Well yeah, yeah, totally. Because well no... would you prove <laughs> yeah, exactly? Yeah. You're trying to make life more and more comfortable. Yeah. But okay, I saw Joe Rogan talk about this one too. And to go back to the the martial arts example, he makes his life so difficult to make the struggles of regular life seem like nothing. Mm-hmm. And I get that point out of cultivating. Like it's almost become more spiritual for me. Like when it's like you're you're cultivating a skill that's basically useless. Like who cares if you can kill someone, you know? And um, and like in the struggle to learn this skill it's made other struggles in my life seem easier Mm because it'll never be as difficult as trying to fend off someone trying to choke you or break your arm right you know what i'm saying because like i just view it that way like i had to like there have been so many moments where i'm like yeah well i'm not fighting for my life here Mm -hmm. not not that i am in those, those situations but like it's the closest you come to actually fighting for your life so maybe that's what we'll do we'll just start creating more struggles for ourselves in different ways yeah, maybe. That's what, game, that's what games are, right? Like, games are just creations of struggle. Like, mm-hmm. what is a basketball game? We're trying to win. It's creating. It's manufactured right. struggle. I don't know if they'll ever... Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, even for video games, like, creating a game. Like, when it's yeah. never going to be perfect. It'll never... I don't know, maybe we'll never reach that kind of level, or, right? Or, or maybe if the AI makes our world perfect and we're so bored with our lives, we just delve more and more into, like, fantasy lore. We just spend more time pursuing hobbies. Of struggle. Ah, that could be a positive. Yeah, that could be a positive way, but we don't like that's not necessarily for everyone. No, no, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the. Yeah, I know, I know. We yeah. talked about this before, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, we we are gonna end at 11:30, so I just want to jump to this last um, topic: uh, UFO ah. sightings and shootdowns. You said that there's been like a lot more, um, like the unidentified. Right. Object. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yukon or something you said yeah there's a couple of them one in yeah one in the like alaska then canada yukon okay oh there were uh, one over lake huron i think yeah wait what wait that's a lot you just named i thought it was like two more no there, there was three after the uh the china balloon so there's four total including the china one yeah okay so do they know what these things are yet uh 
I don't know if they've come out with the information of what they are. Okay, there's a really good podcast called Weaponize that just came out. Um, mm-hmm. It's by the dude who made the Area 51 documentary on Bob Lazar. Follow that guy a lot, Jeremy Corbell. So good, the podcast. And what he was saying is that in a lot of interviews is with like fighter pilots and these fighter pilots are seeing these things every single day, but they have no orders to shoot them down. So although we talk about, so the, the, the thing is you only shoot these things down if it looks like they have a payload and a payload is like something that they could drop on us, like a bomb or like a, a, a device that's like capturing information, something like that. But these things that they're flying past don't seem to have a payload. So they're not ordered to knock them down or shoot them down. Mm-hmm. But they see them as they fly out all the time. So are we just hitting this new time where now we're just shooting down these? I think I think there's two I things, right? I think there's two kind of things happening. Um, I think it's more the reaction to the China uh, balloon. Yeah. And more in like, because they took so long to shoot that down, any kind of thing that they think is from outside sources, they're just shooting it down. Yeah, so, all right, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But now, if you're seeing these things all the time and you're shooting them down actively, is that an act of war on whoever's, like, well, managing? Yeah, we don't know what those things are, right? So um, they could be, well, they well, could they be other, from? they could be other balloons that are just, like, private entities from private corporations that were up there. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Or not. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't know. Right? Like, or, or like aliens or submariner people, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we really don't know. what. If you look in al- the alien issue, it's like they're either off-world or they're ultra-terrestrial. And ultra-terrestrial means they're underground. Right. So like they're maybe like the bottom. Like think of Atlantis. No, not Atlantis. Um, Wakanda forever. The right. submariner. Right. Right. The other, other thing was like maybe they don't want to show it or say what it is if it's an embarrassment kind of thing where it's like it was just like a normal like another weather balloon from a some corporation that you spent a five hundred thousand dollar missile to shoot it down. oh yeah true 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 i mean yeah there, there are all those things but like these are the things that i've heard yeah no no for sure for so sure. No, what it is is like that's... until someone says no one no, they haven't said what it is so there's nothing like official but it's also like, do we let that information out to the public? What if you shot it down and you're like, oh, this is alien technology? Mm-hmm. Like, you would just basically admit aliens right. to everyone. Yeah. Which sounds so trippy because, like, in the Weaponized podcast, they're talking about the whole alien issue. And one thing that they said back then is, like, back, back in the... There's been like alien sightings throughout time and like the most freaky one was an alien ship that was over the White House. But it was during a time where no photos were taken so people were just like drawing stuff and like it was in the newspapers, right? There's like a flyover of the White House and uh, people came out and said that we have a secret alien treaty in different worlds and it sounded ridiculous at the time. But now it's like, what if it's true? (laughs) Right? It makes you quite question like, it seems it does seem ridiculous, but it also seems plausible now. You know, sure, yeah. Because like, because what else could it be? What if it, they are off world? Like, wouldn't that be so trippy if it turns out that we do have these 
treaties with different aliens around the world. Mm -hmm. And and the irony of it all being, because I saw this post recently, that conspiracy theorists in the 90s were like, aliens were real. And then conspiracy theorists of 2023 is, um, it's just like, uh, uh, no, it, aliens are real, but the government's covering it up or something like that. It's like, it's like we flipped the coin. We didn't, back then we were like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You think aliens are real. Now it's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You don't realize aliens are real and the government's covering up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, hit yeah, that yeah. point where it's become so acceptable to admit that you believe in aliens and you think the government's covering it up. Uh, in the general public or just in, I don't I think, mean, I don't think so in the general I, public. I think in the general public because it was all in CNN. Like yeah, UFOs but I, I don't think people are viewing it like, I, I don't think people are viewing it like as if it's like actual aliens yeah. or something. Yeah. No, 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 like, like being aliens. But, all right, totally. But do you think it's, do you think it's to the same level of it as it was before? This could just be hyperbole, the thing I was saying. But think about if I admitted I believed in aliens back then in 2000, right? People mm -hmm. think I'm nuts, like actually nuts. Right? Sure, maybe, like, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then, like, now, if I'm like, oh, I believe in aliens, so, like, that's plausible. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a lot of unknown, like, the documentaries that come out, the stuff that CNN's reporting, they had a White House hearing on aliens. You know, it's like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Sure. What I mean is, like, it's becoming more, like, um, widely accepted. And well, it's being, yeah, like, that is coming on, like, CNN or things like that, yeah. Yeah, like more people are more hearing about it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's not it's not a weird thing anymore. It's not taboo to think to believe in aliens. Mm -hmm. At least I don't think. I mean, I've I don't like in, I don't know if people really think about it as much. Um, oh, you just, think it's just like it's still outside of the realm of care because everyone's yeah. thinking about their day to day. Yeah, inflation. <laughs> Fair. Okay. <laughs> I feel Wait, like, I feel it like it's like that. Like, if there's no problems, then probably people will be more or less talking about it more, I would say. True, like Bitcoin during <laughs> the time of um, COVID. And they had nothing to do, so they're like, we're all Bitcoin experts. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it ironic as well that we've created problems that don't really exist in nature, like inflation is not a real problem in nature. Mm -hmm. But a real problem in nature is what are these UFO things? Right. But we're so caught up in the fictitious problem that we don't have time to think about real problems. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've created, like, an issue of inflation. Yes. But that's literally manufactured by human beings. That's a, that's a mental game. People yeah, it's, are it's the system that we created, yeah. The system isn't real. Like, it's actually not real. Like, mm -hmm. there is no such thing as a stock market if everyone doesn't believe in the stock market. But there will always be physical objects in the sky that we don't understand. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, but the thing is that they are, they do exist in our reality, right? Um, well, like, the, the, the I'm rules saying we like have to play with. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, I'm saying the irony is we're overly focused on things that don't really exist. I know, but like we Outside live in it, us. so we have to think about it, right? But but it's it, but I'm, right, totally, totally, totally. I'm just saying it's ironic that we're focusing on something that's not real, mm -hmm. 
when things that are real are out there and we just don't care about them because we're focused on it's almost like but they're not affecting our lives right so no but but right mm -hmm. but it's like manipulation is Mm -hmm. what i'm getting at it's like you have these like one percenters figuring out stock prices and inflation to like be like don't look over here look over here you know what i'm saying it's like Like, do you, do you get my point? It's, it's, it's like a shell game of focus. Like you're manufacturing and controlling someone's focus through things that are not real in order to divert our attention away from things that are real. Mm-hmm. That but that sense? would, that, yeah, that would make sense if they weren't ever talking about it, right? Like if they're talking about CNN, yes. then they are talking about it, right? What, the UFO thing? Yeah. No, but I'm saying normal people. Because you said normal people don't really care about UFOs. Well, because it's not affecting their lives, right? But it's still talked about. Right, 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 right. No, no, totally, totally. But I'm saying that the thing that they care about that's affecting their life is not real. It's it's actually not real. Like, the thing that they're afraid of, inflation, they have to deal with it. Like, it has a real consequence in that you're spending more money. But mm-hmm. the actual idea of inflation isn't real. Like, where in nature do you find inflation? Yeah, if you're saying it in nature, it's, sure. It, yeah, it's a concept. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a concept. It's real. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's real in the concept if you, that we're it, in. It's real. Right, right. It has real ramifications. Right. Because it affects our actions. Yeah. But it's not real. Like, you can't touch inflation. Mm-hmm. But you can touch a tsunami. You can touch um, a UFO craft if you get close enough to it. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're so in our heads about reality, right? And we're not focused on what's actually in front of us. Well, what's in front of us is the inflation, though, right? Like we're touching inflation. We're touching the money. No, we're no, we're not touching inflation. No, we're touching saying, money. That's what I'm we're saying. Touching money. That's affecting by the inflation, right? So I'm saying that the UFO uh-huh. thing, even though it's there, it's not affecting our lives. It's not touching us. <laughs> yeah. Like not physically touching us. Yeah. For sure. What I'm saying is we're, I, I know we're <laughs> focused on the game. We're focused on a game that mm-hmm. isn't real. Like, yeah, sure, I can touch the money. But if tomorrow they're like, never mind, inflation isn't real. We'll just keep prices where they're at. Like, it, it's just a concept. Mm-hmm. But these things that are in nature are not concepts. They're physical. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where a lot of... Like, the... Like, we're getting so caught up in the immaterial concept. Like, what is a BIPOC? What is a 2SLGBTQ+. These are just concepts that we're overly focused on when it's like, why do you care about the concept? Right, right. Yeah. Does it make sense? I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, this is just... I'm just, I'm just, just playing ideas, the, uh, like, uh, the uh, <laughs> devil's advocate kind of <laughs> No, no, for sure, for sure. But But it's like, I just want it to be stressed that these these aren't actually real. These, but, well, I think the question there. is, yeah, what are they? What, like, we don't have the information. They're not giving us information. What is this thing? Are the UFOs? We, the UFO things that we shot down. Uh, like, there's just there's questions among questions, but no one's giving us the real answer here. But, but that's the point. It's like, we, yeah. they're like, hey, don't care about this. Care about inflation. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but that's not real. Like, I want to know what that thing is. Like, what is that thing that's actually real? Right. You know, that could actually change a lot of 
like our reality. Mm-hmm. Like ChatGPT is not a concept. It's an actual algorithm that has consequences independent of us. I, I think that's what it is. It's like if something if something can't just be like washed away so hard to explain. I know. I think like, I know what you're saying. It's like, like being more prepared. I, it's, 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 it's in the line of being more prepared. Like if you're not paying attention and all of a sudden there's aliens actually exist, it's come out of a, as a shock where it's you're like, like bro, wait, bro, 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 this, this has been saying this for the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. like, you were so caught up in inflation that you didn't realize that this thing was going on, mm-hmm. but inflation actually isn't re- It is real because you have to pay more money, but like, there are things out there that are more pressing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We, we got to end this because I know yeah, yeah, we yeah. got to stop it. But, <laughs> but just the, the final thing is it's interesting because like inflation is tied to survival, mm-hmm. right? Inflation talks about money. Money is what you need to have food, water, shelter. Yeah. And that's, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, it's the last one in the pyramid so if you keep everyone's attention on survival they won't care about the bigger stuff yeah exactly so that's why we right that's why we have to care about that's why we have to care about um inflation and not about you know potential ufos mm-hmm. because a ufo is like that's a great self-actualization piece but don't forget you need it's, to pay your right. bills exactly yeah and that's why they're keeping our focus at a lower <laughs> level so that we don't care about what's going on at a higher level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the game of life because we were talking about struggle. Because if, right. if we're not struggling at the base pyramid, you'll have a lot of people self-actualizing being like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Which is a waste of time. Right. For the people running things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got super deep. Anyways, all right, till next time. Um did you watch Last of Us yet? Yes. The the last latest, week's I didn't see. and the latest one. Last week I haven't seen the latest one. Well, let's just say that uh, I finished last week's one like like the hour before the the new one came out. Okay, the, okay. That was the last week's episode? Last week's episode. <laughs> With the two, I know, two brothers. Bro, oh my two god. Brothers. They went I told to you, another level that I did not expect. Way better than the game, right? Way better than the when, game. I when, think I think it's also like like what happened to Ellie, like the connection, the human connection mm, that she got yep. and and how she deals with death. Yeah. And, right? Like how she already she's at that point where it's like, okay, they died. Like let's move on. And and yeah. Joel is like Joel ha- already had gone through that, and his f- he's reconnecting with his humanity through Ellie and seeing how is she okay with it? like how is this okay? Yeah, but she's cut herself off because she hadn't dealt with that yet, like yeah. that that loss of a loved one. Yeah, and then like like trying to help save him that was not in the game. Yeah, that was like I such a yes. touching thing. It's like ah, oh, damn, this show is on it- another level. <laughs> Yeah, no. It it's interesting that the first one where um Sarah dies in the game, I was like, Oh, this is way better. Like the game's better. But then when I saw the brother the two brothers die in this late the like, last week's episode, I was like, This is better than the game. Than the game. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Cause I, I think like, it made he, sense. It's like the the it shock of having too. to kill his brother or 
and it's like and he was like shaking there's and i have he, like his whole mission was want. only to protect his brother and yeah. there's nothing left like why do i have to be here how how good was that scene this is what me and oh my, my god me and, me and your brother were trying not to spoil it for you but like when he shot himself and then you saw ellie like get startled yeah yeah, yeah. they she, just show her she, eye like yeah she just saw it she's like oh yeah she's been seeing death that's that's uh i guess they talk about it in the latest episode i don't want to bring it up but yeah oh okay okay i'll, I'll watch that one but oh no no, no 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 she did say it in that one sorry okay yeah no, like right. to be uh alone was that the one she's like her fear oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah so her, it's like the brother but that's just what keeps happening to her so it's, being like, left by all these people yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally all the ones you love like it's gone. it's but i was like i was thinking about it like this like it's her abandonment from her mom mm, true it started from then like she's in a she's like basically adopted like yeah, given yeah, away totally, yeah. right so it's like yeah this is Ooh, true abandonment issues yeah yeah her her and joel have flipped sides on this one mm-hmm. and That's I think a, he's seeing he's seeing his darkness in her now it's yeah like, yeah don't go down this road mm-hmm. of like shutting everyone off just because the the negativity that's surrounding you in life. Yeah, is is a deep show. It's really good. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I was I was asked about like because I played we both played the game and then watching the show now they're like is it the same and I'm like the the main parts are the same like the brothers do die in the yeah, game yeah but how they get there is different yeah oh my god you know yeah. like Frank Frank and uh, Trevor who's it no Frank and Oh, the, the, the brothers? The, no, no. Oh, the, Bill, the Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah. Um, they were in the game, but how we got to, like... That, yeah, that story was not in the game. Their stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, it, was like, really it, was, it was, like, also, like, like why, why the brothers would go with them. Like, and then hearing about him story, like, oh, they... Like, Joel, you, you guys have killed the clickers? Like, yeah, we yeah, should be with yeah, you. Yeah. Like, you know, and it makes sense. Like, in like, if you think about it in the game perspective, we were doing all that thing. Why were we supposed to, like, it kind of makes you feel like, yeah, oh, true. no one, yeah, these guys are like special. Nobody does this. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. But, <laughs> but it tripped me out too, because in the game, you think of when you're playing Joel, you're like, oh, it's a normal person. Yeah, yeah. But when you watch the show, you're like, oh, no, he's a killer, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he has skills. Right. But you don't think about it you're just because you're playing as Joel. You're just like you're thinking from your perspective. Oh, okay, I'm just gonna kill these clickers. Mm-hmm. But then when they talk about Joel's backstory, it makes sense that he has this ability to like kill things. Yeah, yeah. And people. So yeah, the, the next episode or the newest one is is good. They kind of, if you played the second game, you understand this world a bit more. But I'll tell you that later. Okay, because I haven't played the second game, so yeah. Know. So that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing because because both games are out, right? So they can implement. Oh, jump back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah implement yeah, totally. like things that were in the second game into this. Um, okay. Yeah, the show. Oh, that's true. Yeah, just like um the the mini game, the mini story yeah. came out so when they're talking about um her friend alluding to it. Yeah, like oh, I yeah. was inside the mall. Mm-hmm. Like where did you get bit? Oh, I was in the mall, and you, yeah. you know the whole story because exactly, and that know, wasn't there when they, yeah, that wasn't there when they first made the game. That was yeah. a yeah side story that ended up happening. So now in the show, they can implement all of these things elements. Yeah, I tie everything together. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a good show. Very good, good show. show. Yeah, HBO's killing it with everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Till next time. That was good. That was a nice little uplift. Before yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> nice time. Daisy Bish. Peace. Bye.
All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors: Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.